This is Living Lean, the show that teaches you how to apply the science of nutrition and training to sustainably create your leanest, strongest body and build the most confident version of yourself. I'm your host, Jeremiah Bear. Let's get into the show. What is going on, team? Welcome back to the show. Today is the first Monday of 2021. So many of you are likely starting on your 2021 goals very much like today kickstarts the process. Now, to make this year different than every other year where you've likely set a lot of goals and then failed to follow through with them or failed to accomplish them, we need to take a different, smarter approach to setting goals than you've taken before. And also don't worry, this isn't going to be the setting smart goals, I don't know. What does that acronym even stand for? I, I don't remember. Something reasonable, attainable. Anyways, today's episode is going to be a deep dive into how to set goals that you can actually or that you will actually accomplish in 2021. All right, so without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into the process. Now, this is really a process that I've used with myself. I've gotten very clear on how to implement over the last couple of years, and one that Andrea and I use with our clients when you hop on board as well. So first and foremost, to successfully achieve any goal, you need to first paint the picture of how achieving that goal changes your life, how achieving that goal changes you. And right out of the gate, I think this is where a lot of people fuck up when it comes to goal setting. Um, So for example, uh, something that I'll do with many of my clients is this process of setting 90-day outcomes, which is something we'll talk about a little bit more in depth in just a bit. But basically, we're setting targets for every quarter in the four areas of your life, body, being, balance, business. Now, there have also been times where clients have shot those over to me and I'll send them back and essentially say, hey, you have asked this. These aren't powerful goals. I can tell these don't mean that much to you. Thus, you're not going to follow through with them. And not to be a dick when I say things like that, but I've learned from experience myself. Like, If the goals that you're setting, you haven't taken the time to paint a super clear picture of why this really matters to you, what your life looks like in a year when you've accomplished these things, how much different your confidence in yourself is, how much different your relationships are, how much different your career is. If you haven't taken the time to sit down in your journal or at least sit down and for a good like 15 to 20 minutes think through, like, okay, what do I want my life to be like? Who can I become? What am I capable of? How is that better than where I'm at now? Why does that excite me? Why do I really care about this? If you just throw up on the board, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I'd like my biceps to be 17 inches. Yeah, that'd be sure, that'd be cool. If we're just throwing shit up there like that, you're never going to accomplish <laughs> those goals because they're likely not even really that important to you. And again, I know for me personally, this is one of the biggest paradigm shifts that I've made. And one of the things I appreciate so much about the mentorship that I'm in now is every quarter we literally take two to three days where we meet up in person and set our goals for the next quarter and revisit, okay, five years from now, exactly who do I want to be, what I want to accomplish, body being balanced business, and why? Why does that really matter to me? Why do I actually care about this? Beyond the surface level level or beyond what like sounds cool, 
Why do I really give a shit about this? And that's a very powerful thing. So first and foremost, I want to encourage you as a listener, take some time, really get clear on why this truly matters to you. Again, it's not what people around you think is cool or what you think they want for you. What do you truly want for yourself? So first, take some time to get clear on that. Second, I would suggest that once you've established who can I become by the end of 2021? Who do I want to become by the end of the 2021? With my body physically, where am I at? With my being, my spirituality, my personal development, where am I at? With my relationships, where am I at? How am I showing up as a significant other to my siblings, to my parents, to my friends, to my clients? How am I showing up? And in my business, in my career, whatever that's like for you. How are you showing up? Where are you at? How have you leveled up? Maybe you've finally started your, I know a lot of coaches listen to this, so maybe you have finally hit like that client target you've wanted to always achieve. Or maybe you are quitting the gym you're working at and you're finally working full-time on your own. Whatever that might be, get super clear on at the end of the year. Where do you want to be in these four areas? Now from there, we want to break this down into quarterly targets. Or again, we typically call this 90-day outcomes. This is something that I do within my mentorship and with many of my clients. We'll set these 90-day outcomes as well, as well as like Coach Andrea and I set these together. Um, so again, 90-day outcomes. From here, we're breaking down, okay, I know where I wanna be at the end of the year. What is my first quarter? By the end of this first quarter, the first three months of the year, what do where do I need to be with my body, with my being, with my balance, with my business to be 25% closer to that ultimate game of where I'm at at the end of the year? Okay, let's get clear on that. Okay, so maybe this means like, hey, if my goal a year from now is to have my best physique ever, if I go into my goal is to go into January 2022 being leaner and having more muscle than I've had on my physique ever before, okay, maybe that means I need to start off with a building phase. And shit, maybe that's something that I've been scared to do in the past. I've spent all my time dieting. But I can see now that like looking at this ultimate version of myself a year from now, who I could be, I need to have a lot more muscle. So shit, maybe for my body, that means that I need to spend this first three months of the year building. Maybe that means I need to be... 12 weeks from now, I need to be six pounds heavier than I am right now. And I need to be okay with the scale progressing. Um, maybe I need to commit to a coach. Maybe I need someone to hold me accountable to this. Um, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into that in just a moment. With my being, okay, where do I want to be there? A year from now, I want to be more confident than I've ever been before. I want to be a great public speaker. I want to be able to clearly communicate and articulate my thoughts. Okay, cool. So where do you start with that? Okay, well, I'm terrified of public speaking. So how can I get on some stage where I am like forcing myself to be uncomfortable? Okay, maybe I'm gonna sign up for an improv class um, or something along those lines. With my balance, how can I be, what, what are, where do I want to be in a year? Maybe I'm looking for a relationship. Um, so maybe I literally just need to get out more and meet more people, which of course amidst COVID is a bit more of a challenge, but maybe I need to like be more intentional about being a better friend. Maybe it's calling my parents once per week because I've let that relationship slack. 
And similarly with, similarly with my business. Okay, where I want to be here in my career a year from now, what's my first step in getting closer to that? Or what's like what gets me 25% closer to that? You get the idea. So here, takes again, take some time to think this through. And by the end of this, you'll have pretty clear quarterly targets. Body being balanced business, here's what I want to achieve. Now, the thing to realize is, these are all outcome goals. So let's say again, like body. Okay, I want to build four pounds of muscle, three to four pounds of muscle in the next three months. Or I want to be six pounds heavier as a whole. Or on the flip side, maybe I want to be 12 pounds leaner than I am right now. All right, so those are outcome goals. Now, while the outcomes that we want to achieve, being clear on those is important because that's what we're pushing towards. From here, realize that setting an outcome goal in and of itself doesn't do shit to actually move you towards that outcome. So again, I want to lose 12 pounds in the next 12 weeks. Okay, cool. That's a great goal, but what are you actually doing to get any closer to that? So now that we've set the outcomes, the most important part of setting these quarterly targets is getting hyper clear on what your weekly and daily process targets need to be to get there. And when we're setting 90 day outcomes, this is the biggest thing that we're measuring. How are we measuring whether you're moving closer or further to that or further from that, I should say, week to week. Okay, so you wanna lose 12 pounds. Our goal isn't gonna to be to lose 12 pounds, that's the outcome that we're chasing, but your goal is gonna be, I'm gonna track my macros every single day for 90 days. So 90 full days of tracking macros. Um, I'm gonna hit my step goal. Maybe seven days per week doesn't feel hyper-realistic to me, but six days per week, I can commit to hitting 10,000 steps a day, six days a week. Okay, cool. So we're gonna say six days a week times 12 weeks, whatever that math comes out to, uh, 720,000 steps, I believe, across the course of 90 days. So, okay, I'm gonna commit to hitting 720,000 steps across the course of 90 days. I'm gonna track my rolling total every day. For my being, maybe I'm meditating. Okay, so I wanna get better about meditating, I wanna get better at being more present. Or again, maybe it's improv. Okay, so rather than like, and even here, we also wanna leave some room for if you do fall off once, rather than like, I'm gonna meditate every single day for 90 days, maybe it's I'm gonna do 90, I'm gonna do 90 meditation sessions. Okay, so then like, hey, if I miss a day, I can make up for it the next day. And it's not, well, fuck, I already messed up, I fell off, I ruined my 90, my 90 day outcomes. But again, here we need to be super clear. Even if in your business it's a revenue target or it's a client target, we can't necessarily control how many clients actually apply to work with you and sign up. We can't control, okay, I'm gonna put out X amount of social media posts per week. I'm gonna record this amount of podcasts. I'm gonna send this many emails to my list. I'm gonna reach out to this many people. I'm gonna ask this many clients for referrals for the week. You get the idea. But then we're tracking weekly. Are you, a comp, are you taking these boxes that you need to check to move closer to your 90 day outcomes or not? From there, once these 90 day outcomes are up, we take a week to recharge, refresh, get your mind right, start the process over. And really that works out very well because basically we have 12 weeks of pushing, one week off to recharge, reset, think about what you wanna accomplish next. And then by the end of this process, four 12 week blocks plus four weeks to recharge, refresh, and get clear on what you need to do next, you've hit 52 weeks. So it works out perfectly. 
and really past being clear on why this shit actually matters i think this is the next i know this is the next biggest thing people mess up and this is really truly this is the power of coaching this is something that we are very we take to an ocd level within our coaching service and this is why we literally map out when a new client hops on board okay every single week for the next six months here's what this block this micro cycle of training looks like here is what your nutritional periodization phase looks like be it fat loss maintenance reverse dieting building etc here's the rate of gain that we are aiming for across this week and every week for six months we talk you through right from the start okay here's exactly what the process looks like here's the targets that we're looking to aim for here's the everything that we're measuring to know whether you're successful or not successful Here's how we adjust if that shit isn't working. And that's the beauty of coaching. Again, we go to extreme extent to make sure that you have as much detail and you will know exactly what that process needs to look like to achieve the outcomes that you want. Because again, if you just hopped up, for example, if you just hopped on board with coaching and we said, okay, so you want to lose 20 pounds. Cool. All right. Well, let's try these macros out and let's see how it goes. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, How is that's not you might get there. But I guarantee it's a lot less efficient than we say, okay, so from looking through your nutrition diary, here's exactly where we think you need to start. Here's why your protein is here. Here's why your carbs are here. Here's why your fat is here. All this other biofeedback that we're measuring, here's exactly why we're measuring it. Your body measurements we're having you take. Here's what, here's why, here's how often. Now, if you look to the right here, we'll see your periodization planner. Here's why we're doing what we're doing with your training. Here's how your nutrition fuels that and pushes you towards your goals. Here's how, here's the desired rate of loss that we're going to be adjusting your nutrition around, both from a weight loss perspective and a measurement perspective every single week. Here's how we'll make adjustments if you are or aren't losing at that desired rate. See how much more clear that is? And just you as a client, that gives you so much more confidence. And that's straight up, that's such a big piece of why our clients get such amazing results. But similarly, the more clear you can be on exactly what the process needs to look like week to week, the more likely you are to achieve the outcomes that you want. All right, and then my final tip for you to achieve your goals is learn how to leverage situations. We could call it this environment design. Um, I really like calling it leveraging situations. And this really takes me back to when I hired my first coach was very much at a point where, so this would have been shit only in 2018 actually it feels like it was 10 years ago now but um middle of 2018 i was very much in a place where i was frustrated with where i was at with my physique um much more so than that i was frustrated with where i was at with my confidence because i was training a shit ton of people this is when i was still training in person i was running about 50 to 60 in-person sessions a week um at the gym i was working at I was also trying to build my online business, but things just weren't moving along. And one of the biggest things that was haunting me constantly was I felt like I wasn't practicing what I was preaching. I was spending so much time training all these other people that I wasn't making my own physique a priority. And people people were literally emailing the gym I worked at saying that I didn't look like I worked out, which was funny, but at the same time, um, kind of got me thinking like, in a weird way, I could tell that that was sapping my confidence. And this is very much something that comes up over and over within physique transformation, like getting jacked, getting ripped. It's never actually the thing, 
But seeing, proving to yourself over and over and over again that you're the type of person that follows through with the commitments that you make to yourself and others, nothing builds confidence like that. And I see this time and time again, like with my own transformation. That's exactly why I hired my first coach. Even as someone who'd already been a personal trainer for at that point, what, five years? Four, four and a half to five years. Um, I felt like it wasn't practicing what I was preaching. It was sapping my confidence. And people can see that shit. Your clients can see that shit. People that are thinking about hiring you can see that shit. If you've never lived, if you aren't living, or you've never achieved what you're telling your clients that you can help them achieve, you're gonna get so much less buy-in. Your client's results won't be there. Your belief in yourself, your prescriptions, it won't be there. Us as coaches, we need to live this shit. We need to have to experience, we need to have experience what we are telling our clients to do. We need to do what we're telling our clients to do. Now, again, and for me, that's what led me to hiring my first coach. I was fed up with where I was at. Um, I was sick of feeling like I wasn't practicing what I was preaching. So we went through the process of getting ready for a photo shoot. I got by far in the best shape of my life. I finally felt like I wasn't letting myself down. I was fully practicing what I was preaching. And straight up, that's why since that day, I have never not had a coach. I've worked with other coaches throughout this process over the last, what's coming up on three years now, just because I love the process of being coached. I know it keeps me so much more consistent, so much more accountable, and most of all, I am on top of my shit. I am living 100% when I'm preaching on this podcast. What I'm telling all my clients, and shout out to everyone because I know you, a lot of you all listen to the show as well. I, us as coaches, we need to be coached. Again, that's practicing what we're preaching. You can't tell someone, hey, you need to be <laughs> work with me if you're not working with a coach yourself. Because again, you're not buying into what you're telling other people that you buy into you're not living that shit and truly that's the most important part of coaching you're leading by example um gets me fired up to talk about but anyways for me (laughs) hiring my first coach getting in the best shape of my life for a photo shoot that was very much the springboard for my business that's when shit really started to take off and really that changed that experience that nine month photo shoot prep um, we'll also see my business simultaneously really, really start to take off. It completely changed how I perceived myself. What I thought I could do, it, it changed the story that I'd had all my life until then about what I could accomplish. Because until then, I always had told myself I was the type of person that quit when things got hard. Or if I was faced with a scenario where I had to be uncomfortable, where I had to put myself out there, fuck, where I had to like speak in public the thought of posting on social media like some type of content (laughs) was terrifying to me like i was fucking terrified to do that but that experience i built so much belief in myself just by putting in the hard work every single day and straight up having a coach to create the structure to a plan that i could just follow i don't want to say blindly because i do think it's always important like any client that hops on board with us i always tell them ask me a shit ton of questions the more questions you ask me the more I can teach you, the more you'll take away from this, and the more power you'll have to do this on your own. And shit, if you're a coach, the more power you'll have to help your clients. I wanna teach you a ton. But on the flip side, many coaches struggle with kind of paralysis by analysis, or shit, not even if you're a coach. If you're like many of the clients we take on, 
You just love training nutrition, you're already working your ass off in the gym, but you're constantly second guessing what you're doing with either your training or your nutrition or both, and the results aren't there. Again, you're feeling similar to how I was before. Like Even at that time, I was working my ass off at the gym, but my nutrition didn't align with my goals. So I still didn't have the physique that I wanted. So in any of these situations, one of the most powerful things that you can do is learn how to leverage situations. Make not following, and what that means is, make not following through with what you want way more painful. And how I did that I hired a coach. One, it was someone that I deeply respected and straight up my personality type, and interestingly, this is how most coaches are. If I am, someone's gonna be coaching me, I want to be their best client. I wanna be their star client. I don't want them to ever be disappointed in me. So if I wasn't following through with what I had committed to once I hired my first coach, shout out to Cody, um, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would it would be much more painful for me than if I had like, okay, my nutrition slipped this weekend, but no one's holding me accountable. So I'm good with that. Like it's, it's me. Like, I wish I wouldn't have, but whatever. It's not a big deal. Hiring a coach completely changed that for me. Now from there, it was also a big financial investment, which straight up for most of us is one of the most powerful ways to follow through with our commitments. And that's why, and this is like, coaches that i mentored and this is something we always talk about like if you're undercharging if you're giving away too much for free your clients aren't going to get as good of results because part of buy-in part of getting results is being bought into yourself being willing to invest in yourself and shit having a lot of pain for failure investing a lot and not following through is a very very painful thing so in a nutshell and that's not the only way to leverage situations, but there's many, many different ways. Like again, like it's, there's a lot of, every decision we make, there's almost always an option for like, okay, what can I do to commit to, um, what can I do to kind of force myself to follow through? What's like an easier decision I can make that'll kind of force my hand. So again, like, like in that situation for me, like, saying, yeah, okay, cool, I'll commit to coaching, here's my card info, here's the first payment. For me, that was relatively easy, but then that committed me to all the hard-ass work that was going to follow. Or like on a similar note, I think of the first the first mastermind I went to, which was about, I guess just February 2019. Damn, that doesn't, again, that seems a long time ago. But um, again, that was something that I was terrified to do. I thought I was gonna be laughed out of the room because I was around 12 other badass coaches who I looked up to a ton. Um, I thought they were all way smarter than me and way more successful to, than me. And again, this was the first mastermind I went to. I was terrified to do that. And straight up, I remember um, Cody, my mentor, telling me, all right, dude, like, here's what's happening in February. We want you to be here. And I remember before I was going, like on that conversation, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I had been invited throughout our, my entire career before that as a trainer. I had always been disappointed in myself because there were endless events like that that I wanted to go to, but I was too scared to attend. And I, at the time, I remember on that call being like, yeah, yeah, honestly, like I'm probably, I might say I'm gonna do that, but I'm probably gonna bail on this. Like, that sounds pretty fucking scary. And I remember hopping off the call, I was like, fuck that. I can't keep doing this. This is how my life changes. I have to like break this cycle. So I went ahead and bought my ticket, went ahead and booked my Airbnb. 
So rather than waiting and allowing myself to talk me out of it, I just pulled the trigger. Okay, cool. That was a relatively easy decision, but that's gonna force me to do the harder shit that I'm scared to do. I went and straight up, that was one of the most life-changing events. That was probably the single biggest catalyst as far as like life-changing events that I've experienced thus far. And I'm so glad that I did that. And crazy things have come out of this, come out of it since. Like This podcast is such a good example of that. Um, but again, in any situation, like look to to leverage things. Like what's a easier decision that I can make? Be it hiring a coach, booking that plane ticket, um, anything along those lines that'll force me to do the harder shit that I know I need to do, but I'm scared to do. And that's leveraging leveraging situations. All right, guys. So as far as accomplishing your 20 to 21 goals goes, that's the advice I have for you. Remember, if you just go into this year doing the same shit you do every year, going into it with as little structure, as little accountability, and as little planning, you'll get the same results you've gotten every other year. So to change things, to get a different output, a different outcome at the end of the year, your input, your process needs to be different and better than it was before. Doing the same actions will yield the same results. Different results require different actions. Now, if we're listening to this episode, you realized you need more accountability. You need more structure. You need a more clear vision of the process. Maybe you're someone that's been on the fence about working with us for a long time. Maybe you're a coach. Maybe you just resonated with that story I told about not feeling like I was practicing what I was preaching, not feeling confident in my ability as a coach because I wasn't living what I was telling my clients to do. Nor did I feel like I had ever been to this result that I was promising them they could achieve. Either way, if you're frustrated with your lack of progress every other year, if you're ready to get more specific, more structured, and more accountable than you've ever been to building your best physique in 2021, hit the link in the show notes to apply for coaching with our team. All right, and that is all I have for you. Happy 2021. Have a great week.